Hello and welcome to Enneagram-ish, where we talk honestly about the Enneagram, growth, and the ugly, messy, wonderful art of living. My name is Valentine and I'll be your host. Hello friends and welcome back to episode 9. There are so many cool ways to get to know the Enneagram, and today I want to discuss Enneagram triads. Triads are a fascinating entry point to learn about the types in a different way. One of the hallmarks of the Enneagram system is that it recognizes three centers of intelligence, split into the head, the heart, and the body. And the triads correspond to these centers of intelligence. So let's get into the theory, and then we'll do a case study of a particular triad. Okay, what are the triads? The triads consist of the instinctive triad, often described as the gut or body center, the feeling triad or the heart center, and the thinking triad or the head center. Each triad hosts three personality types and is associated with a particular emotion, though each type's relationship with that emotion will be different. Keep in mind that we all use all three centers of intelligence, like we all use our gut as well as our head and our heart. The triad that a type belongs to actually refers to an imbalance in that type's relationship with that center of intelligence. So let's break down which types belong to which triads. The instinctive triad or gut center hosts types 8, 9, and 1. And the core emotion of this triad is anger, though each type will have a different relationship to anger. Types in this triad will often rely on their gut feelings about things and a sense of kinesthetic knowing. Next up, the feeling triad, or the heart center, which hosts types 2, 3, and 4, and is associated with the core emotion of sadness or grief. Types in the heart center will often have a particular affinity for or relationship with emotions. And finally, the thinking triad or head center hosts types 5, 6, and 7 and is associated with the core emotion of fear. Types in this triad rely heavily on their reasoning and cognition. Okay, so remember that we said that for each type in the triad, the core emotion represents an imbalance, right? Well, what you'll see is that one type tends to overdo the emotion One type will underdo the emotion, and one type will be conflicted about that emotion. So let's do a case study to dive deeper into what this looks like. Let's take the body center as an example, hosting types 8, 9, and 1. But first, let's summarize each of the types. 8s, also known as the challenger, can come across as quite dominant, energetic, willful people who are protective of the people and causes they love. Unlike other types, eights will often run towards conflict. Type nines, also known as the peacemaker, will often present as pleasant, easygoing, good-natured, and very conflict-averse. Nines just want a harmonious inner and outer environment. And finally, type ones, also known as the perfectionist, will often present as principled, hardworking, and dedicated people who want to improve their communities. Ones have super high standards for themselves and for the people in their lives. So we have these three types that seem quite different from each other, but which are apparently in the same triad. 
What do they have in common? Well, the core emotion of the instinctive triad is anger. So each type has a distorted relationship to anger. What does this mean practically? Well, eights are quick to anger. Anger is quite easy for them to find within themselves and to express outwardly. So eights overdo anger. And their task is to figure out what emotions they are ignoring in favor of the much easier emotion of anger. Often the answer is vulnerability, tenderness, and other softer emotions. Nines, however, will almost never seem angry. In fact, nines will do almost anything, acquiesce, avoid, stay silent, in order not to feel or express anger, because that could alienate people and threaten the harmony they so value. If you ask a nine if they get angry, you'll probably hear a confused, who, me? Angry? No, never. And that's because nines underdo anger, and growth for them looks like exploring what anger has to offer in terms of boundaries and righteous action. Ones will also say they hardly ever feel anger, but what you'll notice about ones is that sometimes their anger leaks out as resentment, irritation, and criticism, especially when it feels like people aren't doing their fair share. So ones are in conflict with their anger. They know that they're dissatisfied with what they see around them, but keep in mind that ones want to be good people, and good people don't get angry, right? So they can't acknowledge the anger they feel. And what happens to an emotion when you deny its existence? It announces itself in other ways. So growth for ones looks like naming the core of what they're feeling as anger and not considering it a bad emotion. And then it means figuring out what value anger can have in their lives and their mission. This is actually why I think the triads are such an interesting entry point. Simply looking at, for example, type 8 and 9, you would think they have nothing in common, that they're actually opposites based on the behaviors. But knowing that they're within the same triad shows you a common thread that exists in both types that teaches you more about each type and about their relationship with each other. I think that's pretty damn cool. I hope that was helpful, and I hope you'll stick around for more. See you soon, friends. Thank you for listening to Enneagram-ish with me, Valentine. Our logo was designed by the fabulous Aya Yacoub, and our audio engineer is the phenomenal Frank Oghetto, who also created our theme song. If you're liking what you're hearing, please like and subscribe on your platform of choice and come hang out with us on our Instagram page at Enneagram underscore ish. If you've got the time, consider leaving us a comment on Apple Podcasts because feedback is queen. Thanks again.